Ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Steerake. It's episode 32 of the new and improved part-time sport podcast, where sport is our part-time job. And 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 I started to argue with him. Then uh, you know he and I were in each other's face, and all at once he just got both hands and pushed me right back in the chest. And then uh, of course uh, he's not supposed to push the player, and the player's not supposed to push the umpire. So I had to get up, you know. Oh yes, here we go. I'm Dylan Thomas, and with me for this momentous occasion is Cal Monahan. Hello, Cal. Hello, mate. How are we? Very well. How are we doing? This is um, a momentous occasion. Did you see my piece to camera this week, the other day? Um, very professional. On Twitter, very professional. We're doing um, the new format um, where we're going to be featuring a sports documentary now each week to complement whatever major sporting event is going on. So um, first week, starting up against baseball. So um, we're going to be watching the battered bastards of baseball on netflix so yeah this is the new format i hope um everybody is going to enjoy it and also um if you don't get used to it uh, if if you don't get lost no don't get lost no i don't no. think we have that many followers to start telling people to get lost hey when you get um, over 20 followers <laughs> you, know, well, you can, you can start. really start to flex that muscle <laughs> Uh, it is. It, I guess it's new and improved. Like, it's a bit of a combination of 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 previous loves, yeah, as you very eloquently to, put, yeah. Cal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. getting the PTSD combined in with our normal programming, and let's be honest, Cal, as any good business needs to do in uh, times of trouble, as we're going through it during COVID, we we needed to uh, to excuse the buzzwords. We need to pivot. Pivot. It seems like the latest management be... buzzword, doesn't it? That <laughs> yeah, we need. We just need to pivot. Oh, we need to be agile. It. Yeah, we need to be agile in the, in the current climate. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, I hate that so much. But we are, we are in, these, in these unprecedented times. Oh, God. Speaking of unprecedented times, let's check in on the COVID status of sports. Rifle through these because this new format, we've got a lot to get through. Mm-mm-mm. Cal Basketball's quarantine at Disney World has finished. Okay. So they can start training together okay. and games the next week. So I think we'll be all over that yeah, uh, yeah, coming yeah. in as our topic for next week. You're in agreement there? Yeah, I think we'll do. Um, so for next week, we're obviously going to be start doing with the new format. We're going to start watching documentaries on what's happening each week. So we're definitely next week, we'll do a documentary around the basketball. And can I just announce what we'll watch next week now? Do it. Um, do it. It's called I Hate Christy and Leitner. Um <laughs> That's, is this, it's not a is this you? Is this just a bloke, bloke that you went to school with yeah, that played yeah. basketball the year yeah. above you? He's the, te- yeah. he's the teacher. He's the teacher in the school. <laughs> Your <laughs> basketball junior basketball coach. <laughs> it's an it's a Cal, Cal for the the boodle ballers with his goggles on just. Oh man, yeah, I I definitely would have made the boodle basketball team because um. <laughs> Nobody's playing basketball in Boodle. Not not in the, not in the nineties. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a thirty for thirty documentary here on ESPN. So um, yeah, if anybody wants to watch that ahead of time, but we'll we'll be fo- focusing on that next week. Very very good. Uh, Premier League coming to an end. Uh, Cal's mighty Liverpool will be having their closed uh, celebration ceremony to lift 
that cup he's waited so long for. Cal, no need for any words from you on that because we'll move on to the relegation dogfight, <laughs> which is happening. We've got Leeds coming up to the Premier League, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Brentford, West Bromwich Albion or Fulham could yep. join them. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be the playoff. Yep. Uh, going down, we've got Norwich, potentially Bournemouth, yeah. potentially... Watford potentially Watford or Villa. Villa Watford had a good result of, in the morning. Yeah, Watford's as of today, they got battered by City and the goal difference has taken them. They've taken a hit, way. but then, mm. you know, Watford... Oh, there's there's like two of them are playing Arsenal Everton, and Everton who are sitting mm-hmm. mid-table with nothing to play for. So it's going to be interesting. Um, AFL's released its latest set of fixtures and they're absolutely cramming in games to get them done. Mm-hmm. And I've got an invested interest in it again because the Ds are actually playing quite well. It's, so it's I'm exciting. up and about. Try. And Setka Cup is still happening, Kel. They, is anybody looking into the Setka Cup? Is that like <laughs> our responsibility if we wouldn't have changed formats? Because it doesn't stop. There is nothing... <laughs> Hasn't it been going on to every week? You can bet. You can bet on the second cup at any time of day, night or day. Do you, rain or shine? The second do you think cup. it's something that you know is like human rights? We need to like get the human rights lawyers in there to see if these people are just. Yeah, what, you will play. You will play table tennis today, tomorrow, and the next day. What's that old saying that you say? Um, only time and tide are inevitable, and the second cup. I <laughs> think that's the new saying. <laughs> the yeah. second cup will be on. Death, taxes, and the second cup. <laughs> Maybe we can, can cover that. We'll find a good uh, table tennis now. documentary. Oh, that'd be, that'd be phenomenal. Yeah, right, yeah. All right, let's get into it. As always, you can get us on at part-time sport on Twitter and Instagram and send feedback to the newly decorated parttimesport.com. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Slight tweak to the color scheme. And we've had a, a few emails on that. Yeah, we've had a few, um, few mentions. <laughs> a lot you of know, people are really Featureless <laughs> for our new and improved colours game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. It's, of course, the baseball is It's starting, uh, the league starting this week. Season begins this Friday, the 24th of July. Mm-hmm. They're obscure times we love. It's on at 9.08am in the morning, Friday. Uh, here, Cal, obviously that eight minutes through the national anthem, we always assume. And it is. The uh, Washington Nationals versus versus the famous New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, it's going to be a different season for them, of course, behind closed doors, all that jazz. Our main focus today, though, Cal, is the documentary that you mentioned, The Battered Bastards of Baseball. It's available on Netflix here in Australia. And the tagline, a scrappy, independent baseball team of underdogs started by actor Bing Russell in the 1970s. That's what it's based on. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we're looking forward to digging into that. Before we do, did you find anything about the baseball, well, MLB, Major League Baseball returning that caught your eye? I saw it um, because obviously the Battle Bastards Baseball is based on like minor league football, not major league, um, minor league baseball, not major league baseball. So apparently the minor league's been cancelled this season. Um, uh. Which, you know, organised baseball wins again, as we'll see. But, oh, um, don't. You know, Don't get us started on organised yeah, baseball. We'll, we'll get, get into that. But yeah, I spotted um, that, which is a bit, which is a bit depressing. But hey, it said uh, we, we've we've got something to cheer us up, though. Mm-hmm. Go on. 
the MLB app now features has a feature that lets fans remotely send cheers, jeers, and boos into uh, oh, empty stadiums. Jeers is an interesting one. How do, how do you jeer into an app? <laughs> like, what I think it? I can only think of jeering as shaking your fist. Oh, like just yeah, like sort of low grunts, shaking your fist, simmering, or a tut. Quick, like a, play. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, play better. The fans are jeering. <laughs> oh. Just like yeah, under the breath, under the breath is what it what it'll be. Muttering. Like, oh god, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just that. WhatsApp voice, just WhatsApp voice <laughs> messages. I'm gonna kill you, sixteen. What? Oh. Strawberry. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> Everybody's gonna do Daryl. <laughs> oh, you did reference yeah. the uh, the Springfield isotopes. We, a big shout out to them if they're listening. Um, a little disclaimer before we get into the documentary, Cal. Now, we talk about it, as always, we don't talk about the full thing. We pull out the characters and, mm-hmm. and, and the funny little moments that stick yeah. out to us. Um, so you can listen away to this and then jump into the documentary for yourself afterwards if you've watched yeah, it please before. Do. Obviously, please do. this is like book club for you. Uh, you can uh, just follow along as, as, we, as we discuss. But yeah. Yeah. we're going to kick off, Cal, with Bing Russell. The granddaddy of it all. So, what Bing, was your impression of Bing? Bing Russell, yeah, he's like a, I'd say he's a classy. He's Kurt Russell's dad, as we know from the the video. But he's such a, like a, he's like an impressive guy. Like you, you know that if he's your dad in terms of sport, he's got a lot of expectation for you to do well <laughs> in sports as well. Like so, he's he's essentially what I got from it is that he. He's, he was an actor in the in the was it in the forties fifties still yeah in, yeah yeah, yeah he's in a a country and western show um called was it Bonanza Bonanza um but he's yeah. in a few but that's I think he's most famous I think it, at the start of the documentary sorry to pull it back is he's his dad is like his dad Bing's dad is obviously rich because Bing's got Gotta like be. a He's brought up with like a few of the New York Yankees, like the famous ones, like you know the ones that you've yeah, probably the, heard of. The ones you know, Joe DiMaggio, Lefty Joe DiMaggio. Gomez, who I hope I hope Lefty Gomez was right-handed. Um, <laughs> Lou, Lou Gehrig, who, as you correctly pointed out, we all know from the disease. Yeah, that's such a shame. <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously like a really talented baseball player. Well, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, of, of disease fame, Lou Gehrig. <laughs> yeah, and he said, "Yeah, he always called him kid, like hey kid." Yeah, you know, like that's. I, I did think of us. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that made us. That made me think of us. Hey kid, hey kid, so you're gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna yeah. be a baseball star. <laughs> yeah, so he's really, he was really cool, being, but he obviously had this upbringing where, and like his wife was getting into you throughout the documentary, and she was like, "We've no idea where he got this love of baseball." The next clip says, um, "Bing was brought up around." Um, pro baseball players like yeah and i was like have you that's, not been paying attention woman that's how we got his love i was sad when it said that he's he wanted to be a professional baseball that's his first love yeah a wild pitch to the head ended his baseball career yeah so then he went into acting moved up the family into to, to acting and as his son the much more successful kurt russell yeah describes him as a a plumber actor yeah, that's so. Yeah, plumber actor, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not being." There's a bit of a theme here about Kurt Russell, by the way. I think he directs the the documentary, and Kurt Russell comes out <laughs> with it very well. 
Let's just say that. <laughs> he features but a lot. He does feature a lot. I'm like, um, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it at the end, something they say about Kurt Russell. But anyway, yeah, he calls his dad a plumber actor, which is just basically he went to work. So he goes to work six yeah. days a week. He gets he gets the job done. So he was on, yeah. He was supporting. Yeah, 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 exactly. But he was a baseball, like, nut, a bit mm. over the top. Like, he, what was it? He created the, these basically action basic baseball instructional videos for yeah it was it was so detailed and bear in mind these are made in like 1970 or something it was like this is what you need to do um if the ball comes to your left hand side if the ball comes to your right hand side and it's like instructional videos and yeah it was it was so Pivot left and push off your <laughs> yeah. your left foot in, in determining a quick speed stay low <laughs> to the ground and kurt's in there acting yeah did you say and that then was he had a seven Oh. He had a 72-page test on baseball tactics. I think Bing was a bit of a mental case. Anyway, yeah. he then yeah, 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 yeah. he had 13 years on Bonanza. He was the deputy sheriff on that great mm. Western show. He mm. got killed pretty much every episode, and then the show got canned. And I loved when he was just in the early 70s chilling out by the pool, smoking cigars and drinking <laughs> yeah, beers so until, yeah, in the sun. <laughs> until, until his wife kind of went, look, Bing... Kurt's kind of becoming ashamed of you. You need to go get a job. So what does he do? He pays 500 bucks for a small baseball franchise. And then the rest is history. So this is like, this is sort of where it gets into the, um, like the creating the, the Mavericks. So he buys short story, short stories that Portland Beavers were a they were they a major team, major league baseball team, Dill? Yeah, Portland let's Beavers. let's lay out the system. So you've got yeah, do that, pretty do much that, how it how it, it got to, to at this at this point. It was you've got the major league teams, and then around America, all the more there's triple um, A ball, double A ball, and single A ball. That's the confusing and annoying way yes, that they yes. say yeah the you know division one, two, and three below major league baseball. But pretty much all teams in those divisions are then owned by major league baseball teams and they call it the farm system where they just, they don't care about mm, the team actually. Mm. They just want to put players out there, see how they go and then bring them up yeah. the system until hopefully yeah. they're good enough to, to play for them in the major league. So there's no care for, and I think there used to be independent teams before the seventies, they dwindled down to nothing. And then Bing pretty much came to Portland because the Portland Beavers had left. Mm. Um, and they, and then he went, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to start a team here, which was fully independent, not affiliated to any major league team. He funded it all and everyone was like, you're crazy, but he could obviously do so it. Like, so 500 bucks, it cost him. Bing got hit with another baseball in the head just after pulling <laughs> on. I'm moving to Portland. <laughs> so he was in He was in Maine playing professional baseball, gets hit in the head. <laughs> I'm moving to Hollywood. <laughs> Kurt, well, he's, he's sitting out by the pool. Bing's out by the pool having a cigar and a beer, and Kurt's just trying to throw baseballs at his head. Oh. Come on, Mom, we got to snap him out of it. <laughs> throw a baseball at his head, honey. Look, and, and actually, whenever they want to do something. <laughs> I want to move, Ma. <laughs> throw a baseball at his head. Um, I did actually, before I forget, a shout out to our last dance episode, The Tedious Link. Later on in the documentary, like Bing does very well as the exec of this team, owners of this team. He gets exec of the year, which is fast becoming my favorite award in sports. Um, if you remember, <laughs> you know, Jerry Krause got it. Jerry Cruz, uh, he got it. Party boy it. Jerry. Yeah, party boy Jerry. Like, yes, him and Jerry. Jerry's not on, like, he's following in good footsteps. Jerry's like, 
I finally got myself one of those, like uh, like Bing Russell. Yeah, it was great. I- I'm looking out for more of them in the future with any more documentaries that we do. Love the execs. Uh, we did We did then do a bit of research. Like you said, Kurt Russell just features all the time. Obviously, known for his Hollywood career. He was a baseballer as well. He actually played for what becomes, yeah. we should say, the Portland Mavericks is the team yes, that Bing yes, creates. Yes. And, um, and, and Kurt plays for him for a bit um, as the designated hitter. Um, but Cal, that aside, who cares about that? Our Kurt Russell features. Did you know that He's he voiced it. Elvis in Forrest Gump? Yeah, insane. Like I, I didn't know any of this. These are your facts that you've brought up, but what a fact! What about the one, the one at the the top of the of the sheet we've got here? The Walt, Read it out. The in 1966, Walt Disney wrote Kurt Russell on a piece of paper as his final words. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Are you kidding me, Walt? These are your final words. Choose them correctly. Don't. No, no, Walt's gone. What's he put? Kurt Russell. Walt, Walt died with a baseball <laughs> to the side of the head. <laughs> Kurt's just got a. He says he's a batter, but he's got a vicious arm, Kurt. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, Walt, mate, you've wasted the. Oh, it's Kurt Russell. Yeah, so we loved. We love that the Bing's only credentials for this baseball team is that he loves baseball mm-hmm. and that he was formerly a, a sheriff on a TV show. <laughs> so there's a line in the documentary where some guy explains he waltzes into town. Everyone's skeptical because it's a Portland's much smaller place back then. Mm. Um, and they're like, we didn't like out of towners, but he walked into like the local bar and was just like, howdy, everybody. <laughs> Pour me a drink. Like, oh, it's, hey, he's the sheriff. And, and everyone loved him. <laughs> It's um, like he was expecting like a, a shot of whiskey to come flying down the bar. <laughs> yeah, the bar. <laughs> Not uh, Cal, the next big bit that we wanted to speak about was then, of course, he's forming the team. It's mm. the open tryouts. Fantastic. Talk us through this and talk us through what you uh, what you thought when you heard about the open tryouts. Yeah, it was so good because like they, they basically put it in. It was like an ad in the newspaper. They didn't have much. There was no scout system going on, nothing like that. And they're saying, like, they just turned up in all shapes and sizes, like these guys. So, like, they arrived on, like, motorbikes. Like, one of them said, um, yeah, I've been here. it took me four and a half days to get here. I was <laughs> like, look, looks proper knackered, the fella. <laughs> I didn't, Gotta do tryouts. But yeah, I don't even think, I don't think he features again. <laughs> I don't think he made the team. But, um, yeah, and then the guy who was on the team, I forget his name. Maybe you'll have it. Um, the guy, he said he was in a bar in, like, Cape Town. Or something like that. He yeah. was going to come back to teach and stuff. And he featured throughout. He was a player. Uh, apparently, he was really good. But um, yeah, he said yeah. he came all the way from Cape Town and then um, wanted to. But essentially, it's all it's all guys who were there who um, they just weren't good. They were probably very good, but they just weren't good enough for Major League Baseball. They fell on hard times yeah. and stuff like that. So it, it was so, so good. It was brilliant, that part. I loved it. Yeah, that was so like, and the, everyone was going, this won't work. You know, you can't just get tryouts. They're mm. all going to be idiots. Like yep. 300 people rocked up and they were saying about how all the, the you know, the feeder teams, the farm teams, they're all like clean cut image, you know, need to be these professional ball players where yeah. the Mavs had, had, had a paunch and some stubble, <laughs> which I thought... I mean, I can't really pull off stubble. You can, but we but we can both do the paunch bit. So yeah, 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 yeah. That made me resonate with them very, very no, well. It but was I, I think their coach, Frank the Flake Peters, sums them up. Frank so his guy was put in charge. <laughs> this is this guy was put yeah. in charge of the team. He he essentially was going to be a good ball player, 
got went to like you know sign for this um, feeder team and then got stuck behind. He was like a first baseman, got stuck behind this guy who ended up being like a Hall of Famer and had like a 16-year career. Oh, okay. And so his yeah. just career never took off. But these are the type of guys that the Mavs um, attracted. Mm. So, Cal, that's that's Coach Frank the Flake. Have you got someone that stood out for you from oh, the team? so the Bat Boy. The, the, he was the Bat Boy bat for the boy, team. Bat Boy, Bat <laughs> Boy, Batty Boy. So this Not is the... to be confused with Batty Boy. <laughs> no, that's right. I thought that as well. Batty Boy. Batty boy. So it's a different <laughs> Ali G. <laughs> just shouting at him from the sides in the crowd. <laughs> uh, yeah, so actually, was his name Todd Field? Is, is that what Todd I, Field? I, I, I didn't catch his name. I see it here, but I we both put the same note. We both thought he was Ed Norton. Um, yeah, from like what, American History X. He looks exactly his yeah. mannerisms are exactly the same. I put as well. Yeah. Bat Boy's language was absolutely disgraceful. <laughs> He's the only one out the effort, like out the the bastards who were effing and jeffing. And I was like, you're the, you're the <laughs> bat boy. Jeffing. I did like uh, that the bat boy got um, got thrown out of the game by the um, that was good. by the refs yes. one game. And, and supposedly like there was like four or five people that got thrown out of one of these games. They all just had to go up into the stands and then they sat with Bing drinking yeah. beers and Bing was yeah. really proud of him. That's so good. <laughs> Bing was so happy. So was, was he the guy as well who got like... Um, was a big league chew the gum? Yeah, he ends up being famous for like being a partner with. I think with the man from South Africa creating this like bubble gum that yes, all it was it sports was people. Yeah, love. I'm sorry, we forget his name, but yeah, they forgot. It's just like sort of straw bubble gum that the that the all the baseball players must have used. It was class, yeah. So he he was good value, bat boy. I liked him. And what about um, what about Swanee, the left-handed catcher who now owns a comedy bar in Portland? Swanee is he the one who was like no nonsense the the. Yeah, he was, he was he just really like, like yeah, yeah. but it blew my mind that they were like he was he wasn't considered for the major leagues because he was left-handed. Suppose you have to be a right-handed oh, catcher. They don't do left-handed catchers, which just it blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to organized baseball. No, I know. Don't you Never worry. He was like, I shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but my gloves should be. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only <laughs> left-handed catcher, which is class. <laughs> What's your next? Another one that stood out, Reg- Reggie. Reggie Thomas, the star oh, player. Oh, Reggie. Like we him. love Reggie. He was good. I, I think you could tell just by the way he held himself and the way he was on, on film or whatever, and like the footage that we see. He's just the star player. You can see it. They tell you that he is, but he just carries himself in that way. And we've had that player on any sports team that you've been on. That way you look at him and go, oh, God. As long as, as, long as Reggie turns up today, like, <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be all right. <laughs> if Reggie doesn't turn yeah, up, Reggie. you're like, oh, shit. I hope Reggie hasn't been drinking last night. <laughs> I loved that um, he he stayed a, a, in a hotel a block away from the ballpark. Yeah, that they right. got him a a car to pick him up and bring him into the stadium for every game. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and <laughs> as he drive, they'd see the car and he'd be driving into the stadium. The announcer would go, "Here's Reggie," <laughs> and the crowd yeah. would go wild. And like the, I think it was our mate, the Bat Boy, goes. You know, Bing, why do you get Reggie a car? He's only a block away. And Bing just goes, because Reggie needs that. <laughs> Whatever Reggie needs, man. But, but like, can you, like, I'd hate to be Reggie where, like, you just want to leave work and peace some days. You don't want, you don't want people to be <laughs> announcing when you leave. I'd hate, I'd hate to be Reggie. I think it said at the end, he's now presumed missing was Honestly. possibly an informant for the FBI. <laughs> 
God. Oh, Reggie, yeah. Doesn't, Reggie was nowhere to be seen in the documentary, yeah, after that. Um, yeah. Funnily enough. Um, um, would it be at, uh, oh. in, in 1975, Jim, Jim Boughton, Jim Booten, who was a really good pitcher in the major leagues and then yeah. uh, kind of retired, this weird action, and then he retired and wrote a book where he essentially snitches on all other major That's league right. players and he kind of got ostracized from the league. Yeah. What does he say, Kel? He it's kind of bit, tells um, on him for... So like he's getting interviewed by a chat show host. I don't know who it is. I'm sure he's mega famous in, in the US, but... He said, um, you know, you said that the, all the players in the Major League Baseball were taking greenies and guys kissing each other. Like, <laughs> Which then it goes to goes to Todd Field Batboy and he goes, well, that's that's a pretty tame night for the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> all the Mavericks just kissing each other in the showers. And that. <laughs> <laughs> Winners. That that same Chacho host goes in and like he's he's complimenting how how good he looks despite he's been out of baseball for years. Um, and he goes, you're third. He's on the Chacha host, by the way, because he's signed for the the, the Portland Mavericks. The so Mavericks. He's um, but he was like, you're 38. You don't look 38. And I I was looking at him going, he looks 50. <laughs> you know, you know, back then, the way people look, you're going, are you? He looks like a good 38. Are you kidding? <laughs> right now? He's taken way too many greenies. Yeah. <laughs> You've been kissing too Which many was- guys. <laughs> which we found out uh, around pedamines. What was it? Uh, yeah, well, you learn something yeah. new every day on this podcast. Listen, as well, I tell well, you, you know what takes what takes a lot, right? Is that we could have looked at why catches are like are always right-handed. We don't Google that, but we look up no. what taking greenies means. <laughs> this is why we haven't learned anything so far. <laughs> I liked I liked Joe Gorza who um, oh, yeah, seemed to only yeah. be in the team. Jogorza. For some reason, they shortened his name to become a Jagorza. I didn't get and that. And that meant if they were going to beat... Well, you you usually in baseball, like if a team visits your town, you'll like play them in like a mini series. Like you play them back to back a few times. It's just how they that's do right, it. That's so, right, yes, yes. And, you, and you end, if you're going to sweep them in, a, in, a, in this like mini series, or I think if you like maybe they... They don't score any home runs and, you know, there's a few little things, but they essentially started calling it, like Bing just started calling it a Jagorza and this guy would then come out (laughs) with a broom and start sweeping if they thought they were going to sweep the other team to like, and the crowd would start going. And then he'd light the broom on fire if they did sweep. And the bat boy, old Toddy Field, he used to have to make the brooms and would soak them in gasoline. What is this mental freaking? Was so was Jagorza? Was he a player then, or was he just? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. These guys look like they had an. I mean, in between taking greenies and kissing each other, they just (laughs) played some baseball and lit stuff on fire, drank beers and smoked. What a great time! One of the one of the best one of the unsung heroes of it is the ball dog that they had. I forget his name. I forget his name. PT Bulldog or something like that. But he just said, uh, they just like used to put him onto the pitch. They said, if the pitch, if our pitcher looks tired, <laughs> they used to just yeah. release a dog onto the pitch and he'd run wild, which I'm all, I'm all for. That's so, so good. Uh, I, I yeah. just, it all goes back to, I love that it was, it was, they're obviously the A, the A level. They're not double A, they're not triple A, which obviously is a higher professional mm-hmm. league. So they kind mm-hmm. of just went, you guys don't need to be, like crazy good. You just need to be at this A level. Yes. So yes. play good baseball. We want to win. And like they kind of get into it. 
and we, we get into that in a second, but they want to win, but mm. it's also like they used to do like these victory laps and like everyone's like smashing beers against the wall and <laughs> yeah, like, it just yeah. looked absolutely crazy. It they were so like good. topping, they, the Portland Beavers had no attendance, like no I was, one I was, was going to say, it. yeah, it's important that, important to... And then they put it through the roof. They absolutely like dominated. I feel, then, I feel I sort of started just off the top of me, but it was like over 100,000 attendance in a year. Like in yeah. the season or something like on it for, for minor records. leagues, it was just yeah, it set records for it. Absolutely set records. It was, and you would go and watch that, of course. Yeah, it, it, just, it was. I brilliant. mean, it was just genuine. I think if Jagors is up there just sweeping away <laughs> and lighting stuff on fire, they said they said people started to bring their own brooms. Yeah. I don't know if they lit them on fire yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But oh my god, would. someone definitely did. It'd be, it'd be a day out the seventies, hey. What well, time. One last thing on it, like that. I don't know if anybody else has noticed if they've watched it or you did. The guy, they, they didn't touch on it. There was a guy with a question mark <laughs> on his back. <laughs> at first base, yeah. At first base, running up to the opposition, like just kicking them, like in the in Stealing the his glove. Stealing his glove and throwing it on the ground. And But the opposition <laughs> player genuinely looked like it wasn't funny. It was like, what, mate? Like, what are you, what are you doing? It was it yeah. was weird. It was just a bit weird that fit, but it was never touched on. No one no one wants it to was, mention question mark. <laughs> that was that was one of that was one of Kurt Russell's uh, acting performances. He didn't yeah. want to It's not on IMDB <laughs> that one. for a role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then we go into so we go into the next act, if you will, of the documentary in, now. In any great in, story. Yes. You know, we're all having fun. They're winning games. The newspapers, the crowds are up. The newspapers are going wild. And, and I kind of did think this, you know, we go, they're winning all the time, but they haven't really mentioned like their like records of like how many championships or whatever, or pennants, I think they started to call pennants. it, they've won. And we're going to give a face to the, the hated uh, scheming group called Organized Baseball, which is essentially the major leagues and the farm system. Right. And Cal, you really didn't take a shine to Bob Richmond. Bob Richmond was just, he comes up all throughout the documentary. And yeah, as you say, rightly or wrongly, he's positioned as the face as like the president of Northwestern League or something like that. So like you're sort of ultimately going, okay, here's the suit. This is the, this is the fat cat upstairs that we, that we don't like. Because Bing's the anti-fat cat. You're like all behind Bing. But um, yeah, I was just like every time, yes, take that, Mr. President. Like that, <laughs> these mavericks are, you know, we're, we're behind, we're doing well. Uh, and Bob Richmond's just like, look, throughout the documentary, he's he's a nice, he's a nice guy. Like, I think he's, a, <laughs> but like, you just want somebody what, to hate. Yeah, he's lying. He's lying. Yeah, they put him as the face, but he's like, he's like, I, I like the Mavericks. <laughs> I like, couldn't tell. Big shut up, Bob. I really like the Mavericks. <laughs> You're a douchebag, Bob. <laughs> Don't come crawling back, Bob. Yeah, but it's it's the crescendo of like they kind of answer the question of you're like why so have they been winning championships and they say well look they they weren't um, because every time they'd get to the you know they'd finish the regular season they'd be at mm. the top they'd get to the playoffs and these mm. feeder teams would just bring that's good right. guys yes. down it's Keep the old down. it's yeah. the old local footy local footy thing Cal okay. like all of a sudden in the grand final you know some guy who usually plays in the first is playing in the thirds yeah. to make sure that the the club wins the only grand final that they're competing in. Yeah. And that's what the major league teams did because they, we should preface, they hated 
what Bing had done with independent baseball, yep. uh, independent team. Yep. They were just not liking what he was doing. They wanted to control everything in baseball. I really got a hatred for baseball out mm. of this. Yeah, not, sure yeah. that was, not the game, <laughs> the, the organized but that, part of That it. was actually yeah, a nice message throughout it was that there was definitely a... Uh, a sense of what the documentary was trying to do was do there's a bit the business of baseball and there's also baseball for fun and mm. it seems Defend. for me the fan culture i can now understand a bit better and i would actually go and watch baseball for fun rather than the the crooked system which is probably throughout all professional sports to be honest but you can see that you want to get behind the team um that's just in it for a laugh and, and obviously the underdogs like these guys were but um, yeah, it was sort of. It, it, we don't want to give too many spoilers away for the documentary no, because it doesn't. It's not clear. Um, nobody knows the story of the Mavericks. Really, it's quite an obscure sport, I guess. Baseball for the majority of people. Um, but yeah, there's the 1977 playoffs, which is the playoffs that they were going for the uh, for the pennant. Um, wasn't it the crescendo? The crescendo of yeah, the documentary. So I think it's they they they've made the playoffs pretty much all years, but. Mm. They finish it with this 1977 one where they're like, yeah. Bing's like, we got to win something. Like, it's all good having fun, but we got yeah, to yeah, win yeah, something. Everyone's right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to win something. We got to stick it to these, these pretty clean cut image mm-hmm. of organized baseball. So there's the crescendo there, and then it, uh, it, it 1978 is 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 then unfortunately where organized baseball tries to take the Portland Mavericks yeah, off Bing. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. then there's this whole, and we and we'll we'll leave it at there too, because that that's an interesting plot in itself. But you can see that he's built them all this way up. They get to this 1977 playoffs. He's obviously built the crowds up. They've been winning record, like it's mm. all going well. And then organized baseball just says, "Nah, we want to put a put a team back in back in Portland." And yeah. all of a sudden, Bing's got a got a uh, fight in his hands. So like it's just they showed the lawyer the lawyer of the rule they show a lawyer of like what the rules are about like if somebody owns it like a ratio of nine miles or it was just it was just it It was so so cruel to see how the fairy tale in reality in sports it's it's very rare like it's just it's the same across anything yeah it seems like they're a very rigid sport where it's like these are the rules we yep. stick to these rules yep. since the 1800s we're not changing and it doesn't move with the time so i think you get a, there's been a bit of news about them even with like the whole black lives matters and and how they're losing their connection with the african-american community so look not to finish on a note but baseball if you're listening clean hey, up your act come on now's the time yeah it's it but look it, it was such a good you know what i loved about the documentary as well like so it went through um at the end, you know what it listed like where all the players, what they've been up to and stuff. Oh. So it was like such a throwback to be uh, like uh, I don't know old old TV old films. You know, but like ah, oh, Johnny didn't do this. Oh. <laughs> it was shows yeah. all the all the players yeah. what they've been up to since the since the Mavericks. Like, but it's usually it's usually you know. Tom Smith went on to play college ball at the University of Northern Nebraska. <laughs> he, he completed with an economics career. All these, like, there's a line from one of the players. They're like, oh, do you still see your Mavericks teammates? And he's like, no, nah, because most of them are in the witness protection program. <laughs> but if you're listening, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, yes, yeah, so it went, as we said before, Reggie went missing. He's in, he's in the whatever, maybe an FBI informant. Yeah. Um, Frank, yeah. the manager, went back to prison. We said for a few years. Went back to prison for 18 months. Uh, for, um, yeah. 
Exactly and, where where Bob Richmond can't get his hands on them. Yeah, exactly. And then but, but the last one that I wanted to touch on was that one of them was, and this was completely unnecessary. Um, Kurt Russell became one of the most iconic actors in the world. I was like, are you kidding me, Kurt? <laughs> to say you, I mean, to say you're one of the most iconic actors in the world is a stretch. The rest of the fellas are in prison. <laughs> one of them's missing. <laughs> we don't need this. Hey, Walt Disney didn't write. Reggie Thomas <laughs> on a piece of paper is his last words. Uh, Cal, employee of the week, we're giving it, we've got to give it to Bing, don't we? Uh, the, the granddaddy yeah. of them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bing, Bing's got to do it. Because he was, he was a cool guy. There's not, and you can, you're not, you can oh. tell against Bing. He was great. I liked him. In the, in the, yeah, the, 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 just that scene of him smashing a bottle against his own oh, ballpark yeah. wall. Yeah, I really yeah, liked there was a, There was a good bit in there. Yeah, class. Um, a new little feature, Cal. Uh, we're going to put someone on a performance plan as well. So we've got uh, the employee of the week and then who's on a performance plan. Performance plan. Uh, who we, is it? Are we putting Bob Richmond on? Seems a bit harsh. If he, just Bob. <laughs> he was all right, Bob. Should we put a, Let's put organised baseball on as a, uh, just as a whole. Put organised baseball on. Book your, book your ideas up. Organised baseball. You know, on a performance plan. Bob was just trying to do a job. He was a puppet. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, he, Bob the puppet. he was a maverick at heart. I was hoping Bob would just lift up his, you know, his suit jacket Tattoo. and his shirt and it has a little maverick. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kurt Russell. <laughs> That's why Kurt's got him in the documentary. <laughs> of course, it is uh, The Battered Bastards of Baseball. It's on Netflix here in Australia. Find it where you can find it globally. The baseball comes back this weekend, season starting yeah, yeah. this Friday, the 24th of July, an obscure eight past nine in the morning here for <laughs> us in Australia. Find that time wherever you are in the world. Uh, of course, you can get us on at part-time sport on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Cal, NBA next week, and you've set our documentary there. It's I Hate Christian Leitner. Yep. I personally don't. Maybe I will after maybe watching, will. Yeah. but... That that is that is the title. Um, yeah, look, um, and that, that's also every, everybody as always. Thank you if you listen to this point. Thanks so much. Like we really do appreciate it. Um, tell other people about the podcast as well if you're enjoying it. We, um, it's probably the best way for us to get our word around at the moment. And um, any suggestions, please just send them in again. As as Dylan said, to our part time sport. So, um, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Cal. Are we still doing this in the new format? Because I, this is the worst part. People complain about this. They love the colour scheme, but they hate this ending. Until next time, stay part-time. <laughs>